This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. Tunnel to Towers Foundation presents the Judge Jeanine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. I hope everyone is enjoying their day so far. It's kind of a cloudy morning, but they say it's going to be beautiful the rest of the day. The sun will peak out. Uh, It's probably just waiting for me to finish my show so that I can go out and get a tan. But I hope everyone is having a great day. Uh, And as always, we're armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Now, I also want to make sure that I hear from you this morning. You know I love hearing from you. I get, a, I get a charge out of you, and I also get a sense of what people are thinking. And in just a little bit, we're going to be taking your calls right here on the Friends of the Court hotline. You know the number. It's 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. So I want to make sure that you give us a call and share your thoughts. You know, there's so much uh, that happened in America this week, as every week that I always think during the week that I want to talk to you about it. And um, I'll start kind of from things that uh, I'll I'll kind of build up to the one I want to talk about in the open. So one of the curious things that happened this week that that I was somewhat um, encouraged uh, about was Netflix. You know, Netflix has been in the news lately, and they basically fired a warning shot at their woke employees with their new, quote, culture memo. Now, don't get turned off because it's a culture memo. So what they said was, um, you know, we we have a, a culture here. We're seeking excellence and, uh, you know, attempts to silence people by warning those Uh, who are offended by our streaming services uh, content is it's not a worthy effort on your part. And so, you know what Netflix said? Netflix said uh, they're not going to censor specific artists or voices, even if their employees consider the content harmful. You know about those woke folks, don't you? If it's harmful, they may need to go to a quiet room or a crying room. Uh, but this, I'm going to read this. This is word for word from Netflix to its employees. Take a listen. If you find it hard to support our content breadth, Netflix may not be the best place for you. Wow. They basically said, get your butt out and find another job if you don't like what we have on. Now, you remember Netflix kept Dave Chappelle on when all the Wokies went crazy and said, oh, no, we can't. We can't hear it. We can't listen to it. It's offensive to us. It's wrong. Well, Netflix finally got the chutzpah to say to them, get your butts out of here if you don't like working here. Uh, or you don't like that we let everyone 
onto Netflix. So they fired a warning shot, folks, at their woke employees with their new culture memo. Like, deal with it or move on. Bravo to Netflix. All right, that's one thing that I couldn't wait to talk to you about. And then... This week we had the uh, we had the baby formula crisis, uh, and we're going to be talking to Laura Trump about that a little later in the show. Uh, you know, everyone is like, "Gee, what happened? What? What? You know, I just heard about this." And the problem with the baby crisis formula, or baby formula crisis, is that everybody knew it was coming and they did nothing about it. But the big news right now is the shooting in Buffalo. Uh, what we've got is uh, we've got people dead. Uh, we've got, uh, I believe it's 10 dead um, and two shot by a white 18-year-old who drove three and a half hours from Conklin, New York, to a top supermarket in Buffalo and proceeded to start shooting people at a Buffalo supermarket. The Tops is in a primarily uh, black uh, neighborhood. And it is a, uh, it is a very disturbing uh, and a very consequential uh, 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 issue because of the race of the shooter and the races of the victims. And, of course, they're going to probably uh, call it a hate crime, and they're probably going to go after uh, guns. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. So uh, I just want to make sure that uh, it's, uh, that I hear from you. It's all coming up later on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. And never forget, join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. And up next on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, we're going to be speaking with radio personality, comedian, actor, and podcaster Adam Carolla. Coming right up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Janine Firo Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Firo. This morning, we have a very special guest. I'm sure you'll recognize his name. He has been uh, a comedian and uh, an author. He is someone who is a podcaster, an actor. Uh, And more than anything, what I admire about Adam Carolla is his sharp wit. Uh, He uh, is someone uh, who's done, of course, many radio shows that have earned him global fame. And he holds a Guinness World Record for his radio show, The Adam Carolla Show. Uh, and his latest book, Everything Reminds Me of Something, Advice, Answers, But No Apologies. It's available now for pre-order at adamcarolla.com. Good morning, Adam. How are you? Good, Judge. How are you doing? Okay. All right, let's hit it. Okay. So uh, it is my pleasure to introduce Adam Carolla, who is uh, he's hysterical, everybody. But this morning I want to talk about some serious issues, Adam, and we thank you for being with us. Uh, how's your life going so far? <laughs> well, so far so good. I can't, I can't complain. I started off a very humble beginnings i used to work real jobs like you know construction for a living and so i appreciate hanging around and talking to people like you now well uh 
What about uh, what do you think about what's going on in the world? I, I got to tell you, I, I, I get frustrated and I rant, but I I love your humor. And I, I got to tell you, it, you know, it's it's so bad. It's laughable. We've got Joe Biden. I mean, the guy, the, the country's going to hell in a handbasket. You've got people through the southern coming through the southern border. Fentanyl is coming in in an undeclared war by China against the United States. The cartels are making a fortune. They're doing the money laundering. Uh, crime is out of control. People are yelling and screaming. Nobody's listening. And, you know, then we've got inflation. And now, you know, my daughter has a baby and they can't get they can't get infant formula. And that's just the beginning. It costs the average person five thousand dollars more to live. I mean, I could go on and on. You know the drill. Uh, and this guy, Biden, all he wants to do is blame somebody. Why doesn't he just do something? It is weird. You know, I used to have this theory that it didn't really much matter who the president was, you know, sort of Mm. life sort of moved on. I didn't know somebody could screw it up this fast. I had no (laughs) idea. I mean, I I mean it like I was never a Joe Biden fan. I'm not a fan of the Democrats, but I just thought it'll be a little status quo. We're not going to get anything done, but it'll just be kind of status quo, meaning you know, we're not going to build the wall at the border, but we're not going to make the border wide open. And we're not going to mm-hmm. have the economy boom, but gas isn't going to be seven bucks a gallon in California. Like, I just thought we were going to coast for a little bit. I had no idea it would be Armageddon. It is crazy. Yeah. And, you know, it it is. But we've got this guy up there who, you know, who was, you know, he, he's elected. He's the president. And, you know, he came in, Adam Carolla, with all of this empathy. You know, everybody said, oh, he cares about COVID. He cares about us. Well, I get the sense he really doesn't give a damn because all he's talking about is it's Putin's fault. It's this one's fault. You know, uh, it, it's everybody's fault. But, you know, I think the people sitting at their kitchen table don't really give a damn whose fault it is as they're trying to you know make the bills this month they only care about getting it right and this idea of social justice you know so that nobody stays in jail that everybody can commit a crime and then go out and commit another crime and you know it's it is just the antithesis to everything that i have been taught in my life and everything i worked for as a judge and as a da for 33 i mean three decades there's a new mindset Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something that's despicable and insidious and and literally is dangerous, very dangerous, which is Biden came in here with this. We're going to heal the nation stuff. That was his whole thing. It's like the adults are back in the room. You have Uncle Joe. We're going to calm down. We're going to put out the fires. We're going to heal. We're going to heal this nation. Went right in with the racist rhetoric, went right in with the. You know, uh, white Nazis are the biggest, you know, threat this, you know, right. uh, this this country faces uh, just white supremacy groups are the number one terror black. You know, he went right in with the racial division. He didn't take his foot off the accelerator for 10 seconds in coast. He went right in on the whole racial division thing. And of course, people are getting killed. Cops don't want to get out of their car. Cops are retiring. Cops are quitting. Blacks are shooting blacks all over the place. Young people are dying in the streets. Uh, you, you, you keep saying that this community has a target on their back. Of course, you're going to screw up that community. It, it's literally costing 
thousands of lives. This whole falsehood about us living in a racist culture and cops being racist. He didn't give it. He didn't give it a break. He went right in on it, and that's despicable. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to say about the guy and his economic plan, which is horrible, or his foreign plan, which is horrible. This he can be wrong about that stuff. Fine. This is him. He knows what's going on, and he's fueling these fires. And that's that. It's just reprehensible. Well, you know, it is reprehensible. But what you're saying is 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 really common sense. I think when you get people like in in the summer of 2020 with you know Black Lives Matter and and you know they're all peaceful protests and they're all burning down the streets and the neighborhoods and the buildings and people are dying and bleeding out and uh, America doesn't buy that. But it's almost as though it, you know the louder your voice is, the more you're heard and. And, you know, then all of a sudden people think that, well, this is the new America because the press joins in on it. I really believe that America doesn't believe in that, that America doesn't buy into this. You know, we've got to have this social justice where we don't really care about what the guy's record is. We only care about social justice and and his staying in jail too long, which, of course, is a concern for anybody. That's why we have judges and not computers doing this kind of stuff. But I just refuse to believe that America buys into this craziness. I, I, I don't know. I, I would like someone to honestly tell me, like, what does the truth teller say, Adam Carolla? I mean, when when you go around the country, do do people I mean, are people buying into this? Is it an East Coast, West Coast thing? Well, <clears throat> no, Look, I go all over the country. I do stand up all over the country. People are family oriented, God fearing, nice people show up to the shows. It, it, no, they don't buy into this. You know, we live in a systemically racist country, but I will tell you this, you know, CNN and the L.A. Times and the New York Times are doing their best to convince us otherwise. And a lot of people do buy in. And here's the example I'll give you. If you said to the average American, how many unarmed black men are shot by law enforcement Mm -hmm. every year? They give you a number and that number would probably be 10,000. Or 7,500 or 15,000. It wouldn't be 11. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So somebody is buying into a judge because you could ask your – they don't have to be a CNN watcher. They don't have to be a Democrat. They don't have to be anyone. You could just ask somebody, how many unarmed black men are shot by law enforcement every year? They would give you a four-digit, maybe even a five-digit number. not be 13 or 16 or 9. But but the, you see, that's the problem, Adam Carolla. I mean, that that the the mainstream media is is literally parroting whatever the progressive left is saying. You know, look, Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin is a Democrat, but he's not crazy like the, the left wing is. I mean, you know, the, the idea that you can abort uh, a baby up to the moment of birth at nine months. Are you kidding me? You know, and it takes one person to to have a brain to say, no, this is not what America is founded on, a country founded on Judeo-Christian principles. We're not going to let. And by the way, Europe doesn't do this. Why are we like this? <clears throat> what we are. So these are essentially activists who are just 
extremists. You know what I mean? They make what do they get out of it, Adam Carolla? What do they get out of it? Uh, some of them get power. Some of them get social standing. So you take coronavirus, COVID, I knew masks didn't work from day one. I knew Mm -hmm. the second they said, here's the protocol on an airplane, wear your mask, and then we'll hand you a bag of Cheez-Its, and then you can take the mask off while you eat the Cheez-Its, but then you have to pull the mask back up, pull it up (laughs) between bites. The second I heard that, I said, okay, they don't do anything. It's Mm -hmm. not working. Uh, I was ridiculed when I said uh, this kills old people and this kills sick people, but it doesn't hurt healthy young people. I was attacked again. So when I said open the schools, I was attacked. The whole point is, is who was attacking me? People who want social standing. There's a lot of idiot sheep in this country. If you didn't see it with COVID, uh, there's no finer example of it. Uh, They shut down the beaches. In California, they shut down the park. They shut down the hiking trail that went around my house. And people listen. I never yep. listen. <laughs> but they, I went out hiking and told the guy to kiss off. But yeah, people listen. They want social standing. Look at COVID. Just look at COVID. I, I was getting tweeted by people. They weren't epidemiologists. They weren't involved with the school system. They didn't work airline they just want social standing it's all narcissism narcissism has taken over this country so you have AOC she's nuts but she gets power in the squad and whoever else and then all her dominion that's just looking for social standing and that's that's what we're up against well, you know, I remember Adam Carolla, you know, my mom, uh, rest in peace, you know, when when uh, AOC first came out, she said, she said to me, Janine, she said, you know, why, why are they giving her so much publicity? Who is she? She's not making sense. And it was like, as soon as she hit the scene, you know, like every, every upstanding senator and Democrat and congressman was out there with her promoting her. And it's almost as though, you know, it, it's there's a plan you know we've got to move left but whose benefit that is i'll i'll never know and and finally i think that the last frontier is is the schools and what has happened in the schools is that you know these kids are learning that if you ask them adam carolla just like you asked the other question you know who was who is the racist party in the united states they would all say the republican you know it's just something that they believe is true yeah, well, you know, it, they they got to the colleges. You have to look at it this way. They did the colleges. It's just like Nike. What did Nike do? Nike got to the college. They got to the pros. Then they got to the colleges. Now Nike's in the high schools, and they're going to junior high. That's how it works. They're done with college. Their work is done in college. They got to get to high schools, junior highs, and grade school now. They're doing the same thing Nike does. Just get them on this brand get our logo pushed around and they're going to be customers for life well you know what adam carolla what what you say makes perfect sense and the shame of it all is that it's already entrenched in a lot of america and you know let's just wish and hope that we can change it this is the judge janine Firo show now here's judge janine Firo. 
Okay, everyone, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining us now is a very special person uh, whose opinion I respect a great deal. Uh, she joined Fox News as a contributor in March of 2021. She was a uh, producer for the TV news magazine Inside Edition, and uh, she's got all kinds of uh, academic uh uh, laws that I won't include, uh, but she is uh, Laura Trump. You know the name well, and uh, I'd like you to welcome me in join and uh, join me in welcoming her to the Judge Anita Tunnel to Tunnel the Towers Foundation show. You know, Laura, I'm so excited that you're on. I want to get to two topics today, uh, but the first one is one that affects, I believe, uh, a lot of women in America. Certainly affects me with my daughter and the baby and my granddaughter. Uh, my grandson, as well as, um, you know, other mothers. And that has to do with the baby uh, formula shortage. And the second, of course, is the shooting in Buffalo, New York, which I'll get to. But, you know, the, the crazy part of the of the baby food shortage is without even getting into the specifics, Joe Biden came uh, on air on Friday afternoon and he was going to help families find formula during this infant formula shortage. So he said, go to HHS.gov. And Laura, uh, <laughs> I went to HHS.gov to find out where I could get formula for my daughter's baby. And it said, it said, if you're unable to find formula, please consult the following resources. Your local food bank. Call your doctor. Call Abbott's uh, consumer hotline. Abbott's is the one they shut down. All right, Laura Trump, hit it. Uh. I mean, well, good morning to everyone. Um, I wish it was a better morning in America, but if you're a, a mother or a father with a young child and you use formula like many do, like I did with both of my kids, um, then it's probably not a great morning in America for you because, you know, you're, you're struggling as it is to pay for things day to day. We obviously know that inflation has hurt people all across America. Nobody can keep up with the gas prices. And then to put, you know, add insult to injury, you got this shortage of baby formula. And then, yes, of course, uh, Judge, the, the one website providing could manage to mutter out doesn't even give you any help whatsoever. Are you kidding? But no one is surprised by that. Um, it's failure after failure with the Democrats and this administration. They're always a day late and a dollar short. Their plans, if they have them, never work. They have never been very well thought out. You know, people, um, had an indication months ago that there was going to be an issue with baby formula. And then, of course, um, there was the problem with the, this particular plant, as you just, just referenced, that uh, there was some contamination that just compounded this situation far more than it ever needed to be. Um, I remember a president uh, back not too long ago who, when dealt a hand of a pandemic, the likes of which the world has never seen, um, sprung into action and started something called Operation Warp Speed and mobilized yes. the private sector, uh, worked with people across the aisle, made things happen in America in record time. And that, of course, is my father-in-law, the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, who, um, who did things that were honestly miraculous, that saved untold numbers of lives in America. And then you fast forward to his, you know, the following guy, Joe Biden. I mean, it's such a sh- and honestly, it's really terrifying as a parent. And obviously for you as a grandparent, you know that there are some fundamentals that you, you want to follow when you are a parent. You're in charge of making sure that your child is safe, that they have shelter, and that they have food. Those are just really basic things. 
And when you can't provide one of those items to your child, to your grandchild, I mean, there's nothing more that you can focus on in life. And it is a, a, a in an awful situation for so many moms and dads out in America right now. My heart goes out to them. Yeah, and you know, Laura, what I did this morning before the show, I set my alarm because Sunday mornings is one of the few mornings that I can kind of sleep in. And But I set it early because I, I planned on going out to find this baby formula for my daughter. And, uh, you know, I went to three stores. I finally found one container. But, you know, the, here, here's the problem. You know, when they asked Joe Biden at the press conference, they said to him, uh, you know, couldn't you have done more about this sooner? And his answer was, what do you think I am, a mind reader? And I'm not going to I'm not going to play the sound right now. But there was a whistleblower in October of 2021 to the FDA about this particular plant in uh, I believe it's in, uh, I think, Michigan or Missouri. And then it took the FDA from October to December to go in and respond to it. On January 13th, they finally came up with something where they said, you know, we're going we're gonna to close the plant. They closed the plant on February 17th. So they had from October to February, and now February to middle of May, they still haven't done anything. They're telling people, you know, go to, you know, call your doctor. Well, the doctor is not in the pharmaceutical business as far as I know. But the problem is there are pallets at the border uh, for illegals who come here illegally, uh, and those babies are being fed. You've got, um, you know, you've got, uh, my understanding is WIC, uh, women, infants, and children's, and, and uh, you know, I have no problem with them getting formula. But the, it seems that the middle class in America is constantly being squeezed and squeezed. Nobody is speaking out for the middle class, Laura Trump. Yeah. Well, first of all, the, the way that you just described this entire situation reminds me a lot of the exit from Afghanistan, because, you know, you had all this time leading up to it where things could have been done in the proper way. And they waited until the absolute last second to try and scramble around, get Americans out. My gosh, think about all of the equipment, the military equipment we donated to the terrorists over there, because there was no plan in place for for so much of it. But it's, you know, part and parcel to what the Democrats are good at, which is just about nothing. Um, but you're right. The, the middle class, the middle class in America is taking the brunt of, of everything mm-hmm. right now. And, you know, you had a president in Donald Trump that made that his focus. He wanted to to champion the middle class in America and and make sure that everybody had their chance to achieve the American dream. And right now you think about, you know, people who are on a fixed income who every yeah. week they go to the grocery store, they try to buy groceries. And if you can find what it is that you're looking for. You're paying at, in some cases, four times as much as you were, you know, even a year ago. I, look, right. I go to the grocery store. I notice the difference myself. I'm very lucky in that, you know, I don't have to worry about those things. But for people who really do have to plan, and, and it's a big bulk of America, they're really feeling the impact of how badly run this country is right now. Um, and, and they're looking for a champion. They're looking for a change. But I want to suggest to all of them that they look towards the midterm elections and make sure you get out and vote like this country depends on it because man does it ever. Um, We want to get good Republicans in office. We want to make sure that we take back the House and Senate. We see that it's it's pretty evident at this point that the goal of the Democrats is is the destruction of America. They've they've told us 
that they want to fundamentally transform this country. So they got to tear it down. And they're doing to, it. You know, bear, to nothing. Yeah, to rebuild it apparently in their own image. And they are. So get out in November. Make sure you vote because we have to change this country. Um, people cannot sustain this any longer. Well, there certainly is, Laura Trump, a lack of confidence in government's ability to function. And when you've got pallets of baby food at the border uh, and, and the response from the White House is, oh, it's morally right to give them baby food. Of course it is. I agree with that. And they say it's legal under the Flores decision. We have to. And now all of a sudden they want to they want to follow the law. They they're not following the law by having an open border, but they're following the law to make sure that they're pals. And I don't deny any baby uh, food. But, you know, at some point, you know, Americans are the ones who are paying taxes. Americans are the ones who are paying for this baby food. We're the ones who are working day to night, uh, day and night to make sure that we live in a country that protects us. And speaking of protecting us right now, I want to go to the. Uh, the shocking uh, shooting in Buffalo, New York, uh, that uh, apparently occurred at a um, at, at a tops friendly market, uh, and a DA says that there's some evidence the shooting was racially uh, uh, motivated. At least ten are dead by a teenager, an 18 year old white kid who uh, has just since been arraigned on first degree murder charges. Uh, 11 victims are shot or black, two are white. I believe at least 10 are dead. And, uh, you know, it is a it's a shocking thing. Apparently, Laura Trump, he live streamed it. He drove three and a half hours to get there wearing a gun, apparently in camouflage. He apparently is motivated by hate. Now, the left is going to turn this whole thing into there's another white supremacist. And if it is a hate crime. Absolutely. I fought for hate crime law when I was the president of the New York State DA. So I got no problem with it. If it fits, wear it. But, you know, at this point, they're going to turn it into guns as well. And they're going to say, we've got to take these guns away. Well, they're going to turn it into um, a gun issue and they're going to try and and use it for themselves in the midterm election. That's how disgusting they are, that they they're probably thrilled um, in some ways that something terrible happened so that they can utilize it. Um, as sick as that is. And you're right. They're going to go out and they're going to say, we need more stringent gun laws. You are hard pressed to find more stringent gun laws than you have in in New York state. You look around the country at the states Mm -hmm. with the toughest gun laws in this country, and they have the highest gun crimes in this country, because guess what? It is not legal gun owners that cause problems. Most of these guns are illegally sourced guns, and you have no way of keeping track of them. So guess what? Criminals are going to do what they do. They're not following the law anyway. It is honestly pointless to make more gun laws, but they're they're going to advocate for that, of course. Um, but, you know, this entire situation is, is really sad. It just makes you think about the fact that crime is on the rise in America, that it seems out of control. You know, not only did you have this awful situation yesterday, and, and God bless all the, the victims' families, and the, the victims, uh, we're praying for everyone to make a recovery, of course, that it's still um, alive, that was a, a target of this, this individual. But then you look around the country, and just on Friday night at a Milwaukee Bucks game, a basketball game in Milwaukee, um, you had at least three shootings during the game and after the game outside of the Milwaukee Bucks stadium. And there's a horrific video of families. You know, you think you can take your kid to a basketball game yeah. on a Friday night in Milwaukee, 
I mean, think about that. People running for their lives. Um, there needs to be more people held accountable for the crimes in this country, or you're going to see this sort of thing continue, this trend continue of crime on the rise, unfortunately, in Democrat-run cities and states all across America. And, um, you know, it's just, it's so sad to see. You hate it every single time it happens. You know, we have to start holding people accountable. And the fact that this guy in, in, um, in New York um, it, had this live streamed in some capacity, I mean, yeah, what does that it's, say it's to us about where we are with all of it? It's just, it's just terrible. You hate to see it. Well, you know, Governor Kathy Hochul uh, yesterday, uh, there was a quote that she gave. We got a lot done on violent crime despite the ongoing surge. And yesterday uh, on my Twitter feed, uh, uh, Judge Janine, I I posted, you know, I think we ought to put her on the new disinformation board. I think she'd be great because if this woman, the the, the governor uh, inherited, thinks that we got a lot done on violent crime, then, you know, she's she belongs on that disinformation board because it couldn't be uh, farther from the truth or further from the truth. And the shame of it all is that, you know, the people who are being let out and are being uh, and are being allowed to reoffend are the people for which I think at this point the government should be accountable. And I know there's sovereign immunity and all that, Laura Trump. But before I say, you know, goodbye, just just some thoughts on, on some of the judges who say, oh, my hands are tied uh, and I, I just you know, we need to let them out. I mean, there's got to be some humanity for the victims of these crimes. Oh. Well, it's basic human nature, you know. If if you've ever um, had to deal with young children, you know yourself. They're gonna when you give people an inch, they're gonna try and take a mile, and and that's exactly what you see happening. The fact is, the criminals know right now that they can get away with just about anything, especially in certain areas of our country. And honestly, if if a judge is responsible for for not you know uh, keeping somebody locked up that should be, then maybe that judge needs to be held accountable in some ways, too, because, you know, you think about, um, you know, the Waukesha Christmas uh, parade yep. and the, the guys yep. that drove through with all those people. Uh, look at the DA there and the soft on crime policies. He, this guy should have never been out on the street to commit those crimes. And until we start holding people accountable in America and, and all across this country for crimes like that, Unfortunately, we're going to hear more stories like that continue to happen. It's it's unbelievable. All right, Laura Trump, thank you so much for joining us this Sunday morning. We very much appreciate uh, your time and uh, your wisdom on these subjects. Take care, Laura. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. And never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month at Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. And in a moment, I'll be taking your calls on the Friends of the Court hotline. Plus, I'll gavel out with my own uh, closing argument all coming up on the Red Apple Audio Network. Tipping the scales when all else fails. This is the Judge Janine Firo Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Firo. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Now, let's go to the Friends of the Court hotline. Uh, Al from Fort Lauderdale. Good morning, Al. Good morning, Judge Janine. It's an honor to speak to you and thank also you. Also, to, to follow Laura Trump. That's wonderful. I had Thanks. three things that I wanted to talk about. The first okay. is that 
uh, about Netflix, there is no way that I would ever subscribe to that programming that has Michelle and Hussein Obama's input. <laughs> and I believe okay. that Susan Rice is on the board of directors. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the bottom line. I'll tell you what I like. They said, you know what? If you if you want to start canceling people out like Dave Chappelle, this may not be the place for you to work. Enough said on that. You know, whether you like the other guys or not, I don't care. This is the first major corporation that's actually come out and said, buzz off, you fools. What else? Make it fast. Their, their, their value point. has gone down so much. Yeah. No, I know. You're right. Go ahead. And the, um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was um, you, after the Republicans take over the Senate and the House of Representatives, yeah. Um, evidently, you don't have to be an elected rep- House of Representatives or congressman to be the speaker. So let's put Mr. Trump in right away after November. And he All right. Well, you need to talk Biden about that. I don't know. If, I don't know what role he'll be playing. We'll see. We still have to get word from him on what he's doing. OK, number three, because we're we got for two years almost and president in, in, in 24. Okay. All right, Al. Thanks for calling. Enjoy Fort Lauderdale. All right, Tommy from Brooklyn. Are you there, Tommy? Good morning, Your Honor. Um, Good morning. I have to applaud, I have to applaud Netflix, Netflix for what they've done. I'm still not 100% sure of the company. Uh, I, I don't have a subscription now, but I'm just very happy that they've done this. Somebody has to start it, so maybe it'll start a good culture. Uh, and if You know what, Tommy? Been, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, go ahead. Um, if the world culture is going crazy over the narrative and saying, you know, we're right, you're wrong, using extremists to force people to agree with their narrative, you know, um, I don't like that. You know, that's not the way. That's not the way we should do things. I'm a veteran, and I believe in law and order. I don't like people being bullied and not being able to speak their their minds. You know, um, well, we- when you speak your mind, they call they call you a racist. You know, then they dox you and then they cancel you. And it's sad. You know, um, and worse, worse than that, you, you don't stand up for yourself enough. You know, what's going to happen to the, you know, to the people if you don't stand up for yourself? I well, and especially, people. especially people like you, the veterans, you know. And one of the things, Tommy, that, that is so sad to me is that, you know, all this money, you know, that's going to um, illegals. How about the veterans? I mean, they have an incredible number of suicides. A lot of them are homeless. Why don't we put our money into those who put their lives on the line and pay a price every day from the day they enlisted? So let me just say God bless you and thank you, Tommy, for what you did for all of us. I wear a bracelet, rubber bracelets around my hand for the Valhalla Project, and it says 22 a day on it. The average was 22 a day that veterans yep. were committing suicide. It's more That's now right. because of this whole COVID and you know pandemic thing. But um, I, I see right. extremism is killing America right now, and 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 it's on both sides too. For the, you know, yeah. But we need to do. I agree. Take a, take a step back and. And change the dialectic. Let's have a good conversation with common sense people. I love John Katsipatidi's idea of common sense people, you know, getting together and and we're hashing it out. We love John Katsipatidi's. John, John Margot, Chad, the whole team. You know, these are great people to work for. So, Tommy, thanks so much. Anyway, Alex from Brooklyn. Are you there, Alex? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Judge. Thanks for taking the call. You know, I thought I got two things. I thought of this podcast ago. You're going to like this. The only way this Biden administration is going to be, bring down the numbers of illegal crossings 
if the, is if they make this country so bad crime-wise and mm-hmm. with the inflation and all the other things that the people are just going to stop coming and then they're going to take the credit for stopping illegal immigration. The other thing is, Judge, I think the Biden administration made a disastrous mistake now by blaming Abbott for the baby formula crisis. Oh, yeah. The, you know, if they because people you could say you could blame 20 people in your life, but you go and blame 21 people like, you know what, you're responsible for the bad apple here. And if they would have blamed COVID, you know, the COVID lockdown, they would have said this is still a situ- uh, a reaction from that. The people that bought the COVID excuse up until now maybe would have still bought it. But now you're going a step further, blaming another person yet. And ultramagals and people are like, you know, what? I'm, I'm not buying it. Well, you are so right, Alex, and I thank you for your call. You know, Alex makes a great sense, uh, a great point and a lot of sense. And that is that, you know, with the Biden administration now blaming Abbott, let me explain something to you. The CDC has said there is no connection between the illnesses and the two deaths of children and what went on at that plant. All right. So the CDC said it. So why not let Abbott reopen? Do you know the problem? Some people say, well, let the let the mother breastfeed. Well, some of the mothers can't breastfeed. I mean, physically, they're not able to do it. And now, you know, Abbott keeps calling the administration. They get no answers to their calls, no answers from their messages. Abbott wants to reopen. Why are we exporting our formula? Uh, Why do we have so much formula at the border? I mean, the pallets are piled up. I told you at the beginning of the show that I went to three places to find formula for my daughter's baby. And, you know, the recall wiped wiped it out for the middle class. Some people are going to get it. And I'm sick and tired of Joe saying, well, you know, I'm not a mind reader. I didn't know. Are you kidding? You shut down the plant with no plan in place, and you're not meeting with Abbott. The CDC says there's no connection between illness and the death. So why don't you just be quiet and admit you don't know what the hell you're doing? Anyway, it's time for me to gavel out. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> it's Judge Janine. We're out of time. Make sure you join us next week. Same time, same place for the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.